This is a HeadGum Podcast. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The cops. This level of foolishness, hey. enjoy. Losers, in other words. Hey. Now watch hey. this drive. Great ass. Hey. Damn it. Damn it. Sicario. Hey. Bruce fucking Springsteen. Damn it. Hey. Nah, hey. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something she'd say. <laughs> I like that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about that because they Maria Menounos is still doing like a pre-movie thing. Oh yeah, and she did her little laugh in it. She I works. Like, that really is her. Laugh. She did it. Yeah. Do you think in she leaned thing? into it after that oh, went a little smart. viral? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe it's a truly natural. She has different kinds of laughs. The other part of that clip is she tries to recover by saying like, "That's my evil laugh. I, I have an evil laugh." Like, <laughs> maybe she was. <laughs> Uh, maybe taken off guard by this like 15 year old roasted to hell by a preteen <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. at the time that was 2010 and he's got the that's that's full swoosh haircut Bieber right yeah. that's that's prime yeah. Bieber hood up yeah. that's what hood led to up. the laugh mm-hmm. cause she's like oh who's gonna cut her your hair Selena is Selena Gomez gonna <laughs> cut it he's like yeah that'd be something she liked to do and she goes <laughs> I like that laugh <laughs> <laughs> So mean. Just hosed. <laughs> it's such a high school takedown. Yeah, it it's is. It's such a, like, you can't, adults like don't do that. you can't help, you know? No. Yeah. It's it's just like lunch table, like, evisceration. Yeah. The purity of a child's disdain for an adult <laughs> is unmatched. I hope I never see it. We're all trying to be nice. And, and, and conversely, a child's approval an adult of an adult can be very healing and heartwarming. Like oh, when, yeah. When a group of teenage girls told me at the cinema, at the theater a couple weeks ago, I like your pink sunglasses. And they weren't making fun of me. Mm-hmm. We, were, we made the. And they weren't making they fun They weren't making fun of me. My morning affirmation. <laughs> Did you f- they weren't making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't. They weren't they making liked. fun of me. They weren't making fun of me. They're laughing. Yeah, did you with. follow them to the bathroom where they were like, no. but his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> what are those? Wait, do we say that? Yeah, I think so. You said what Is are that those? something we say? <laughs> <laughs> or was that six years ago that people said, what are those? Oh, oh gracious. Man. But yes, uh, children, approval or laughter, uh, either way, isn't it nice to interact with the young in some way? Always a pleasure. It's so scary. It's so scary to me. The, the, the youths. <laughs> Uh, and now, like Gen Alpha, I think they're calling them are Here they come. middle school. I so, have a friend named Jen who's pretty alpha. Uh, nice. <laughs> okay. and we call her Jen Alpha. Yeah, I bet you do. 
Kevin, oh, Kevin Beta. It's not like that. I, I like, I try to beat kids to it and like ignore them before they can ignore me. You know? Oh, I thought you were going to say you try to roast yourself in front of kids before they do it. I was like, I don't think that works. This? Okay, try hard, much. <laughs> Pointing at my shirt. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Welcome yeah. to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. We're going to have Good Christian Fun. That was, you know, one of the most famous Christians in America, Justin Bieber. That's right. Pre-Christendom, or at least the more public display of it, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 13 years ago. Pre-Lentz. Wow. Before he got Lentz pilled. He got Lentz <laughs> washed and dried. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. <laughs> Unforged. Got washed on those washboard abs. That's right. Oh gosh. Did you watch the Hillsong oh, documentary? Oh, I most certainly okay. did. When I, you're I officially on the it. podcast tonight, let's yeah, talk about let's it. Let's do it. Okay. Because he's unofficially on the podcast. He's basically gonna, an. He is the entity. He right is the now. entity, which, <laughs> which is a he reference know he'll what get it later. I still don't understand, but I'm going to watch the movie <laughs> and I'll I'll come back. You'll come back and be like. Damn, that was really sad. And I'll be honest, I can never remember the rules in regards to speaking prior to introduction. So I'm sorry, I'm not even here right now. So we just I'm go. just observing. We just we're the one podcast that authentically wants the guests to talk before they're introduced. <laughs> That's not a conceit that any it's other cool podcast has. That's not something that everyone jokes about now after podcasting has been around for 18 or so years in a mainstream way. Right. Or 20 if you count. A young Kevin Porter on his bike listening to This American Life downloaded on his 60 gigabyte iPod <laughs> on his way to Blockbuster. So <laughs> ahead of the curve to be using space on the iPod for podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you think? It was named after King. What's he supposed I, to listen I, I to? Pod. I never put it on together. His bike. Wait, what did you say? What are you supposed to be listening to on your bike? Music? Late. <laughs> <laughs> Britney Spears? <laughs> the Lord of the Rings soundtrack wasn't even out yet. <laughs> Oh, that would be no, so sick, though, to just be cruising on your <laughs> cruising on your bike oh to, yeah. to the plains of Deniathor. Nice Wait, this memory is coming back. the The thing I used to listen to a lot is there was a there was a Queen musical called "We Will Rock You." Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And uh, you know, like those jukebox musicals where yes. they use all the songs by the artist. And there was a, a London, like original London recording of the cast or whatever. And their version of Under Pressure, they made it a duet between the the two protagonists, the man, the woman. It was pretty good. And cool. I would time the downhill slope on the green belt to my bike to the big wow. breakdown part of it. And I you would, were flying. And I was flying. And one time I did fly <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Caroline's doing some Kermit-like motions kind of in the room. Wacky Chariots waving arm, <laughs> inflatable. Oh, yeah, the Chariots of Fire yeah. run. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to that, and I listened to uh, Woke Up This Morning by M3, Ooh. The, the Sopranos theme song. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Oh, I got a grass burn on my butt. <laughs> oh, come on. No. My pants fell down. I, la- I landed on concrete. My pants fell down, and I got a grass burn no. right on my butt. I kept my pants on that summer. <laughs> trying to figure out the mechanics of this crash. I went backwards. Oh, no. The pit slid down. Truly flying. Gravity is messing with me. (laughs) Defying all sorts of laws, if you know what I mean. Those are the laws I was today. Just like skidding on your butt like a cartoon. Like a skipped rock. (laughs) Man, another GCF summer in Texas and high school memory. Biking all the way to Starbucks so I could read what? With my strawberry frappuccino? I kissed dating goodbye. No, the essential works of C.S. Lewis. Ooh. (laughs) 
Oh, it was still sound nice. Which actually. I was like, yeah, what? <laughs> You're like, that's you know, totally right. Over and over. This guy sounds correct. <laughs> I hope he is. <laughs> Gracious. Um, but that's just a little slice of my life. Slice of life. I love that. Thanks for sharing that, Kevin. Yeah, thanks, Kevin. Hey, thanks for letting me be vulnerable so you could <laughs> drag me to hell. <laughs> Although you're kind of doing the reverse of what Bieber did to Maria, which is like, that was a child to an adult. You're an adult doing it to the child mm-hmm. of me. To your inner child. To my inner child. Well, He's not healed all the way. That's true. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, bud. No, well, yeah, okay. just like grass burn. It never got any right. Neosporin on it or anything. <laughs> Still applying pressure and bandaging it up, and they keep falling off. It's like the burn rejects I had to lay the. I on my ba- stomach all summer. <laughs> <laughs> Ass up to the fan. Under pressure isn't the same when you're just lying on your stomach. Why won't it dry? <laughs> Man, I, I talk to myself a lot, and I ask a lot of questions. Oh, I'm going to have to do so much reparenting. <laughs> Goodness. The inner child. I want to talk about the inner child. But I also want to talk about the summer, and we're doing we're doing a format we've done on the show before, The Jingle Judge. Uh, I thought you were rolling your eyes on oh. me when I said that. So over it. <laughs> so disinterested. There was something the in Caroline's eye, <laughs> no, I think. It looked like a little brother, this shit. Again. The cosmic eye roll. No. The jingle judge where uh, Dan and myself, acting as attorneys, will be going into the jingle judge's courtroom Ooh. to argue our case for the song of the summer, to have a hot Christian summer. Which song would be more appropriate? But to do that, we have to introduce our first attorney. So friends and folks. Ooh, I did a little too early. Now I have to vamp like this yeah. so I can still time it out. Listen, friends and folks, you may know him from appearances on this podcast, and you can catch his one-man show, Missionary Positions. Give it the hell up for Dan It's really good to be Prevet back. ta 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 Welcome to ta Thank you for being here. Wait, what's it's your, so great to come back. What's your history? What's your etymology? Where are you from? Prevet is French. Um, really? Yeah, Prevet is French Huguenot. Oh, is that why you got that crepe that one time? That's why I'm constantly eating croissants. Yeah, I, I crepe blood. I came in here. What? <laughs> crepe blood? What was it that you said just now? <laughs> Isn't that just Nutella? <laughs> crepe blood is Nutella. The blood me, of the crepe let me get was some, shed for you. Let me get... <laughs> <laughs> Let me get that crepe with extra guts. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, uh, French listeners. <laughs> uh, Prevet is French, but um, I'm also... Because it sounds like, like baguette. That's right. Yeah, the double T's at the end. <laughs> or, or Corvette, but baguette is Dan cl- closer Pag- to my brand. You know, Dan Baguette, I'm like, wouldn't that be a roast from the school of children, speaking of roasting children? But then we'd be like, <laughs> hey, Dan Baguette. Yeah, like, that's cool. When I was a kid, the big um, Prevet jest was a pervert damn pervert oh, damn. everybody right was there. like oh is that I'm like so french sorry. for pervert and i'm like I, yeah i honestly don't know <laughs> like i don't know <laughs> enough french to give back to you <laughs> I don't on that. actually know or, or it's like a mafia where they ran out of good names by the end by the last guy they're like there's tommy two times and uh, Gino Piccadillo, and then Dan Pervert. Dan, Dan the Pervert. And that's that's Dan the Pervert. That's, uh, we love him though, you know. We love him, but he but he makes things weird makes from time to time. He's a bit of a pest. Love your podcast. <laughs> 
as they shower me with praise in the streets. That sucks. Um, yeah, a little French Huguenot, a little bit of the uh, the Nordic nations, the mm. Northern European, and okay. a lot of Scotch Irish. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. Scotch Irish. The mountains. Yeah. That's right. Mountain people. I don't know your. Wait, wait. <laughs> They're not mountain people. <laughs> the hills of ice. I get that confused because, uh, like, a lot of Scots Irish people moved to Appalachia, and they yeah, were the true. mountain people Dad's of America. Side, Dad's side of the family, all in North Carolina. Called so, it. Yeah, pretty close. I, See, Kevin, I called it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I wasn't doubting you. This is a competition we didn't about have history. Money on this. this is about history. Um, and Carolina's crushing this. That's right. That's I also w- have French lineage, so I'm crushing okay. it on that on the baguette level as well. I didn't know that. Hey, don't like, <laughs> He's don't breathe been that out. Swinging baguette. <laughs> One time when I was um, studying abroad, I was taking a class, and it, there was like a French Swedish teacher, and we were in Paris. So I came in with a baguette, which was a dollar because that's all I could afford. Yeah. And he said, oh my God, you're eating a baguette. He's like, if you eat that, you'll get fat. And in front of the whole class. What? Wow. He's like, I'm in Paris, bitch. <laughs> this, you have no idea the garbage no idea. I've been eating my entire <laughs> Wait, life. Like, te- this is like eating good. <laughs> Wait, you know? the teacher said that? Yes. That's I know. odd. Yeah. What was your reaction He tried to take baguettes moment? from me. Um, I think I was embarrassed and I was like, what? I couldn't even believe what he had said to me. And then he kind of like moved on with the day. That would take me out. Yeah. That sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry I bummed you guys out. I thought that was hey, going to be like a what? funny story. No, and I'm like, no. oh man. I think we got to find this guy. And <laughs> I think we got to give him a, beat him a with piece baguettes. of our mind. Yeah. Let's <laughs> give him a baguette beat I, down. I have an idea. I have a little idea. What? How about my inner child and your inner child? Both of which, both of whom might be unhealed, mm-hmm. come out to play with each other. Oh my gosh! My inner child said she's busy. I know. Oh, I no. knew. <laughs> my inner child is relieved that I don't have to play with your inner child because I, I know my inner child would be subjected to a world of mind fuckery. Oh, Caroline. Dan's inner child Caroline's, is like, I want my inner to do child with these is two. like, I'm playing Nintendo. I'm over here. And I'm staying out of this. Inside, uh, your inner child just roasted Kevin's inner child for the grass burns all over his <laughs> hiney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, what is up with your butt? What's up, wet ass? <laughs> <laughs> See the the voice Caroline uses when she's like, oh, like doing a child. That's not her, the adult Caroline doing that. That's Caroline's inner child oh, going yeah, yeah, back yeah. to that time, that that place, and and making fun yeah. in this way. Yeah, it's assuming the voice. Again, I think it. it's all there. I think the the energy that I was talking about, like wanting you to like me, uh-huh. I think that's because your inner child doesn't need healing. It's just such a mean, <laughs> such a mean bully. A total bully. <laughs> yeah, I was bullied as a child, and then I For think what? I turned around and bullied another girl that was my friend. So it's really like, who's to say what I am at this point? It's a little yeah. bit of yin and yang. Hurting yeah. people hurt people. <laughs> exactly. Squirting people, squirt people. Whoa. Oftentimes. Oftentimes. Wow, yeah, that's very true. No, I'm not saying 100% of the time. <laughs> well, I was going to ask if you had any weird nicknames growing up. Um, you already know mine. Greg. Greg? Yeah, they called me Greg for like two years, even though that wasn't my name. Old Grassy Buns Greg. <laughs> Grassy Greg? Grass Greg, yeah. It's because of the, yeah. Um, well, my family called me Tuna, but my last name was Chick. Uh, growing up, so Chick mm-hmm. was kind of the built-in nickname, mm. which okay. was nice. Just Tuna, Chick. Tuna's a really solid nickname, though. Thank you. I feel like a solid nickname is like two syllables. Tuna. Yeah, and yeah, Tuna's great. Well, I thought it was because I like tuna, like sandwiches and stuff, which I really did. Yeah. Uh, I found out later it was because my original nickname was TTOS, 
which they shortened to tuna. TTOS stood for two trails of snot. Oh, wow. Because I just constantly had oh, a double river. No. Oh, the tigers just, and Euphrates. We just, just found constantly. that inner child. We just found it. Wow. Yeah, and now you see why she lashes out. Oh. She Man. just needs a Kleenex. And oh. lis- <laughs> listeners have been hearing that inner child's <laughs> inner nose. The child has come with me. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. They never separated is what we're oh, finding can you out. Just, can you just snarfle off, Mike, please? Can you just turn your head? I mean, you said, I think you said before, some of the na- it was a lifelong thing. Lifelong. But... I wasn't I kidding. I didn't realize that it, it's gotten better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that what we're experiencing now is like, oh, it used yeah. to be bad. Kevin's been like trying to get me to go to the doctor for it. And I was like, listen, I'm basically a miracle. <laughs> like a walking miracle at this point well, compared it, to what was going on. I've honestly never even noticed. If this is a continuous thing, I've never once noticed so much yeah. as a like a, a, a flow a or a, a sniff. Like, yeah, yeah I've never noticed it. Also, I am one to talk for- And they tr- should make a little Christian miracle movie about me. <laughs> Just you with the you with the altar just dripping, just dripping <laughs> the onto the altar. The climax of the movie is my friend Dan telling me, "I've never noticed." <laughs> Wow. Roll credits. My lord. <laughs> Lauren Daigle's song. Yeah. <laughs> my god is strong. My god My god's in my nose. Um, and it's called The Smell of Freedom. Oh my gosh. Because nice? oh, I can finally wow. smell yeah. for the first time. <laughs> yeah, that's what that means. <laughs> Good grief. Okay. So, yeah. Jake, so no, nothing too bad. Too nothing nah. too bad. I have to say, I got to see a bit of Dan's inner child for real oh. in person. Oh, yeah. I saw yeah, his yeah, incredible yeah. play, one yes. man play. Thank you. Missionary Positions. It was yes. absolutely amazing. I was blown away. And I kind of knew I would be because all of my friends have been telling me, almost yelling into my into my nose. I, you know? I saw that happen once. <laughs> hello, I saw. Hello, hello, hello. I, I did see our, the our, my heart. our <laughs> mutual friend they were like, screaming so at you yeah, about yeah. the show. It's like, okay. So, yeah, yeah, but uh, Nate and I got to go. It was amazing, Dan. It was Thank so you. good. Um, so many flashbacks immediately. The montage at the beginning before you even walked on stage. It's triggering. I, it was like yeah. shocking. I have considered, I'm like, do I need to throw some kind of warning up there? Like I, I've, I've had so many people. so funny though. Or a little clip of GCF in there perhaps. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lighten it up. Yeah. No, it was so funny. I, it's, it set the tone so well. Kinda. And I was like, oh my God. It, and just seeing that was just like, wow. Yeah, this wasn't like a dream I had. This is no. a real thing. I wasn't exaggerating how wild this mm-hmm. has been. And then, Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. And it was amazing. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for coming. You and your your absolutely tremendous husband, who I just can't say enough nice Sweet things about. Me. Just a great guy. Good looking um, too. A handsome man. Mm-hmm. Thank you both for coming. And Kevin, you saw the show another time. Thank you for I your saw support many months as ago. well. Yeah. And I and but that's still appreciated. Thank you for being there. Oh, it's um, it still counts. It counts. Oh, yeah. great. Thank you so much. Hey, you're welcome, man. Uh, <laughs> Something we don't talk about with Dan is his incredible accent work. That he's been hiding. That's something we don't talk about. And we need to bring it to the forefront because that was like, uh, that was difficult accent work you were doing out there. And I was like, wow, this Mm. man has got the talent. Thank you. The Rastafarian I I found to be Uh very tasteful. The Jamaican accent. I I really committed myself to the patois. Uh, Really. (laughs) You studied under... Chet. Adrian Brody. The long oh, like Adrian uh, Brody <laughs> and Chet. There was an inner city section I didn't care for too That's right. much. That's right. That Dan did. 
wasn't sure how and that related. It, and it's hard because there's so many inner cities it could be. Yeah. So getting the dialect Yeah, just he didn't so. even name it. And there's so many people in the inner city, and you right. went through, like, the whole family tree. It's like, yeah. this is my grandma. This is the grocer. And she sounded a little something like this. What's, what's particularly hard about doing an inner city accent is doing one when you've never visited the inner city right. for research right. or anything. So, right. that's, yeah. That's why you were truly committed. You know what we what we use for that, though? Imagination. That's right. The imagination you of empathy. You just make it up. I yeah. use imagination and a lot of 90s reruns of Law & Order. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's where I went. Yeah. Um, Your the, show is the imagination station, my brother. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had imagined a lot of it. Um, <laughs> um, the beginning, so the, the video you're referencing at the beginning, um, absolutely masterfully crafted together by my friend Kyle Ty. Mm. Um yeah, it is a montage that inc- it like increases in nightmarishness like as it goes. Yes. And I when I like gave Kyle the instructions like I need a video at the top of the show that triggers kids like us. He's he is also a recovering oh, person. No. <laughs> um like triggers kids like us and immerses anybody that is not like us in a sense of like, oh, what is what the this? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I watching? Yeah. Because I have to like very quickly kind of get everybody into the right frame of mind. Because yes. one of the, like, I'm not a famous person. I'm doing these shows in like small black box theaters. There is kind of this difficulty of getting people into the headspace of like, you're about to witness one man on stage just do a lot of weird theatrical things. Mm-hmm. It, there's kind of like, a leap to be made from mm-hmm. like your real world to sure. watching this very unusual thing. Mm. And uh, yeah, the video That's I have, your bridge I have found that. has been an effective way so of wise. like fucking people up. Yeah, well, and it is like such a good combo of being very funny and then kind of shocking in the way that your entire play is too. Yeah. So it makes sense. Um, where'd, how did he even begin to decide like what he was going to include in that? I don't know. I don't know if you know his thought process or anything. I mean, he's a good friend of mine, so I like so I'll just speak entirely for him. And uh, I think, I I first of all, all of what what is kind of interesting about doing this show is uh, doing my show, but also doing this show, the podcast, Mm -hmm. um, is learning how much of this stuff we have in common. Yeah, like the the deep evangelical American subculture is so. we share so many things. Like it really is a, this uh, culture in and of itself to where like I can make certain references and depending on how people react, I know like I can all of a sudden have a glimpse into their life that is surprisingly deep. So like, yeah, that's very true. I can, I can generally assume that somebody raised in the American evangelical church is gonna know about veggie tales. Like, right. and they'll probably oh. know it within a couple of like beats of the opening song. Mm-hmm. Um, you just do the beats for them until <laughs> they start saying, well, <laughs> I, yeah, like, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> The I am a Christian song, like I am a CH, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that just triggered somebody listening right now. Oh, yeah. Like that's interesting because it always gets a different reaction from the crowd. I've done that in really packed crowds where people, they start singing along. Like they yeah. kind of get into the fun silliness of it. Um, and I've done it for crowds where I can feel the audience is like, what is he doing? And yeah, yeah, I really do. I ramped up the tempo. <laughs> I was trying to keep, so I was like, like going to do it. And I was like, I got to get, I just got to get through this part. How has, 
anyone's reaction made you like think about the writing or your own life like a little differently oh, like they brought question. something that you're like oh I didn't even think about that or like that wasn't my intention but that's interesting you thought that I'm certain that there uh, there definitely have been I'm kind of racking my brain for like a specific one to reference right now but people I mean I, I've really been I've been really touched by how like people do kind of put their own experiences over the top of it mm. and they're able to relate to it in a way that, you know, I might be like, oh, I, I didn't necessarily intend that at all, but I'm really glad that you were able to get that out of it because it kind of sounds like you might've needed to get that out of it. Yeah. Like, um, I think a lot of, I've, I've had a lot of people come up after me and they'll be like, you know, I was raised this, that, or the other, but like, I haven't thought about it in so long. And mm. this sense of like, yeah, I guess that stuff is kind of like still knocking around in there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think wow. like I got such a concentrated dose of it that I've never been able to really stop thinking about it. I tried for a, an extended period of time, but yeah, I, there, um, it's really cool to me when who I call recovering Christians obviously get a lot of encouragement out of it or get mm -hmm. some sense of like, thank you so much. Like I really needed that. Yeah. And it's equally cool when atheists are like, I missed a lot of that, but it's still a very, very human story. Mm -hmm. And I was able to relate to the humanness of it. Yeah, That's like equally impactful to me because I like can't, you know, I, that obviously I couldn't have done that on purpose, like trying yeah. to relate to atheists. Right. So, yeah. Well, that's the point too. It is about your heart. You know, it's yeah. not about like, let me give you a thesis on religion, you know, right. 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 Yeah. Which is, it's a hard line to walk of sort of telling personal stories about growing up like a, a kind of in a dysfunctional missionary atmosphere, um, while also kind of trying to serve the purpose of explaining evangelicalism to people that might not know much about it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to walk. I, I'm, I don't totally know that I've like nailed it, but I, it's, but people are at least able to relate to it in some respect. And that means a lot to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of, um, th there's a moment I keep thinking about, or like a motif, I guess you did a lot that I keep thinking about, which is like, I'm going to spoil. So if you're going to go see a Dan show, skip ahead right now. Okay. There's spoilers God to this, to this live theatrical listen. experience. But, uh, no, but it's <laughs> good to where, go in not knowing that much. Um, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Uh, but there's a point where, you know, your, your dad keeps like snorting fundamentalism and mm -hmm. then it's like on this high, like <laughs> starts raging, you know, and going at it. And I'm like, yeah, it is kind of a high that people get off of. And like, I hadn't oh, thought yeah. about it that way. And that was like very, like a very potent way to put it. And it, and like, speaking of Carl Lentz and people like that, like that is the kind of fervor they're accessing a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. this crazy addiction high they get and they're like, and then they come down and you know, it's all this crazy stuff after that. I think when I, when I kind of zeroed in on the motif for myself of like, I certainly didn't invent it, you know, like the famous quote, like religion is the uh, opiate of the masses. So this is a common idea. But when I started thinking for myself about like religion or American Christianity, like a substance mm -hmm. and a substance that can be very, very hard to get over. Yeah. Um, 
And the fact that some people can like use it and it doesn't seem to affect it, affect them very exactly. much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. They just don't, it's like, like, it's, like oh yeah, I forgot point. about this. You know, like some people while, really. Yeah. I I talk to a lot of people who are like, yeah, I like I grew up going to youth group and stuff, and it and it was like fun, but it just you know it wasn't really like my mm-hmm. thing. Whereas mm-hmm. like I was like. I'm a Jesus freak, dude. Like, yeah. I'm my, this is my whole There's life. No other option. And then when that started falling apart, I was like, who am I even going to be? How am I going to have wow. fun? Like, I was <laughs> like, how am I going to do anything? What's my thing? That's yeah. such a good way to put it that it is like, oh, some people need more or less alcohol or whatever the drug of choice to feel any effect and that it is that way with religion yeah. as well. I, I mean, like, just candidly, like, I'm, I'm currently on a recovery journey with substances as well. So, like, there's a lot of, crossover like there's yeah. a lot of there, and and i think like one of the themes in the show sorry i'm, I'm not gonna try to spoil anything but one of the themes of the show for me is that like in order to quit the substance of hardcore evangelicalism i did kind of have to find a higher power like mm-hmm. evangelicalism did not give me the higher power that i needed to actually save me Mm-hmm. which was like so counterintuitive to everything that I had grown up hearing that mm-hmm. like, this will save you. And I spent my whole childhood and teendom into my early adulthood, not feeling very saved. And it kind of like, I mean, now, now I'm just like plugging the show. I had to get lost in order to so say good. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah there is kind You're of point where like, the show, oh, actually for me, like it literally isn't enough, even though that's been the entire thesis of everyone talking about Christianity my whole life. Yeah. Actually not. And it's it's so weird even now, like promoting the show on social media and stuff like that. And I'm not nearly as social media famous as either of you. But like in promoting the show, um every once in a while something Bowling I would s- something I would make. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, if you did wow. stuff like that, Painful. you know, that's how you sort of get to the next Bleak. level. <laughs> Follow me on threads is so dire. That is dystopian. <laughs> <laughs> no, because threads is really good. Oh, man. It's are the you guys, place for optimism. Are you guys still on X? Oh, I, I peek my head on X. <laughs> yeah, okay. X is a it's fun... weird. Yeah, but you, you just have to curate it. So the vibe is a party that most of the cool people have left, but there's a few weirdos where Everyone's it's like... Gone. I can kind of joke around with you, right? <laughs> I'm enjoying the Sloppenheimer memes on there. Oh, uh, yeah, there you go. Cop slide? We saw Cop slide today on X. Did you guys see that? I haven't I been on, I didn't cross I over to threads. There was this, <laughs> there was this cop who just... Wait, these, are these clips of cops sliding across things? There was this one cop who got shot out of this children's <laughs> slide like a cannon. <laughs> In a way that's just so, like, sa- obviously satisfying to watch. And we've just been talking about cop slide. Oh, my God. Cop slide. Someone went it to the tenant score and ran it backwards. And- oh, God. Oh God. Wow. I- I this can't- man's career is in shambles. Cop slide. And maybe his back. I mean, you- you're not prepared for how violently you can exit a slide. Oh, my God. Like a body rejecting meat or something. Oh, man. Unbelievable. But anyway, yes, I'm sorry. No, well, I was just saying um, every once in a while, like I would post something about, you know, my experience with Christianity or leaving Christianity. And it is amazing. Like sometimes the algorithm will guide conservative Christians to my material. And they let me know how much they hate me and how much they hate hate whatever it is I'm saying. With love. With love. It's always (laughs) with love. And um, 
But so many of them. You check the this... comments. It's like Mark Lowry. <laughs> Why you guys are you guys aren't busy? This <laughs> <Yeah>. is sad. <laughs> Do you want to open for me? <laughs> have sub 10k. Like you wait. the show, up. please. Mark Lowry does warm up for you. <laughs> oh, uh, dream, Mark. If you're listening, please. Um, anyway, sorry. Yeah, no. It's the the amount of people who say something to the effect of. It just sounds like you never found the real Jesus. Like Crazy. it sounds like you never yeah. found the real Christ. The you never, you never like, knew God. You just didn't get it. So many people tell me I never knew God, and I'm like, okay, fair. Maybe I didn't. But what is? But like, what else could I'm I tell- have done? You I'm know? telling yeah. <laughs> you that I think I I feel some semblance of having found a God of my own understanding, and I had to leave your church to do it. But you can't mm. hear that. To you. I was wrong then and I'm wrong now. Yeah. So there's like this tiny, I mean, you know. It's like a football team, you know. It's yeah. not like a um, a place for thinking, you know, or a philosophy or whatever. I always compare it to the way conspiracy theory ideology yeah. is built out, which is anything that contradicts gets folded. In. Well, here's five sources saying that Joe Biden's not a robot lizard king. Well, it's like, yeah, because that's owned by Soros. And then it's like, okay, well, here's five more. Well, yeah, because like you can fold it in, and in the same way, you can reject whatever is uh, aberrant to whatever conservative doxology by saying like, well, they didn't get the real one. If right. they had gotten the real one, if they had known the true Jesus and had truly had communion with God, then they would not be at all bumping against or challenging these belief systems and it's like such a gun to a knife fight sort of rhetorical style that's like i i can't argue like no idea you know what i mean like if you've just decided oh you're not that wasn't real that was a delusion what you're going through or what you went through before then i can't there's nowhere to go i'm also just not interested like personally i'm not interested in gauging and like post-enlightenment style debates in regards right. to a 2000 year old religion. Like yeah. I'm just not, just doesn't sound fun. Like I, if, if you want to talk about like mystical complexity, or if you want to talk about like what this might have meant to people 2000 years ago, that sounds like an interesting conversation. But the amount of people who say things to me that I'm like, that only, that sentence you're saying only makes sense if you have like a postmodern dialectical infallible bible like, understand yeah and exactly. also you say it in english if <laughs> yeah. you translate that sentence yeah. to mandarin it makes no sense mm-hmm. yeah so there's this like complete lack of understanding that like people will come at me as though i'm saying like god is dead and i'm like i'm i'm saying like i consider myself a christian you're the one saying i'm not I think they would rather you say God is dead. I think they would. I think they would. In that sense, where it's like, well, what do I even? No, it's not this. If you like, they have to untangle you. Yeah, is my experience with it, rather than like, oh, well, he's just lost laws. Then you have to do this like Byzantine, you know, theological gymnastics of like, well, maybe the salvation wasn't his. The blah blah blah. You know, all that stuff. I remember one time in college. I think like it was in college that I kind of started becoming obsessed with this idea of like people being labeled as lost, which I had I'd heard my entire life, mm-hmm. um, which is now like the motif of the show. Um, but this notion of like, oh, that person's lost. Like people will talk about like, I don't know, 
Democrats or Joe Biden or whatever, like that person's lost. They just don't know the truth. I think the first time I heard that. And as in wondering, not as in, as in yeah. the results of the election. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes, thank you for that. A lot that. of people were saying Joe Biden was lost. Thank you for that clarity. <laughs> thank you for that clarity. I will like, okay, to sort of like make it personally, people will say, people will hop on my page and they'll like, they'll call me a false prophet and they'll say that I'm, uh, which I, which huge compliment. Um, and then you're like, you think I'm a prophet? Oh my god! So you're telling me I'm powerful? Wow! Like, like Jeremiah? Like what are we talking about? He was sad. Um, there's this like, I heard somebody in college, like I was with a friend, and my friend called somebody a really rude name, like he swore at somebody. It was uncool in a moment. And somebody asked me later, like, "What's up with your friend? Is is he lost?" And I was like, "No, he's a dick." Like. <laughs> He's not, what do you mean is he lost? Like, he's kind of an asshole. That's different than like, mm -hmm. does he not believe in the one true God? That's mm -hmm. so like, funny. That it was just such a weird, like, well, he did something I didn't approve of. So like, yeah, so is like, he lost? It's like, no. He be a Christian. <laughs> he's just yeah. kind of, he's just a 19 year old man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Wait, was he a Christian? He was, yeah. But <laughs> I mean, I mean like, yeah. fair question, yeah. right? Yeah. Was he, he lost? He was, <laughs> but I mean like. yeah. How many Christians do you know if like if we're judging people by their behavior, how many people are, you know, are Christian and are lost? But if I say that on the Instagram, people are going to let me know that I'm going to hell. It's funny people say like, oh, you're you're not a real Christian or like you didn't get the real thing. Or if you had like you would still be a believer in the way that I understand it or whatever, because what they're actually saying now is like, oh, God is actually very hard to find. Yeah. Like even someone who, who went for it, like really hardcore and told you that God like did not make themselves available to him, you yeah. know? And so like, actually God is very difficult and cagey and like so funny to think dodgy, about. you know, like that's what you're saying <laughs> to tricky. someone and being like, you didn't, well, you, you obviously didn't get the real thing. It's like yeah. God shut the, put the VIP rope in front of you and like, you didn't make it. And like, that's the kind of religion they're defending at this point of saying God is, like, God is actually really exclusive and difficult to understand. God is like the, a super avoidant gaslighter. Super avoidant gaslighter. Like, or yeah, the exactly. jigsaw killer. Yeah, he has locked you on earth with his yeah. little puzzles. Yeah, as opposed to like, you know, what they want to say also is like, God is everywhere, it's expensive. You can see him at a sunset. You could go to hell if you saw a sunset and said, I don't believe in God. This you is know? Caroline's Oppenheimer impression. <laughs> it was uh, pretty good. I haven't seen it. Is he talking like that? He, kind of. Okay, he, <laughs> all I could think watching that movie is I was like, he sounds a little bit like Robin Williams. Oh, really? Uh, made a bum. Made, yeah, made a bum he's, he's got a little bit of a Robin Williams thing. Like, I did not put what, that together at what, all. What can you say on theory alone? Like, it's like little, You're like, not wrong. His like narrator voice. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Caroline, I know you said you wouldn't like it. Maybe you wouldn't. Worth it for the memes alone. Mm. The, the Sloppenheimer memes of the last three weeks have delighted me in a way that's pretty profound. I've seen the movie. Yeah. I've not seen Sloppenheimer memes. Okay, well. I'll look them up. Wait for your iMessage to blow up after this record, King. <laughs> anyway. You're going to get the treasures. Yes. It is a, it, I mean, is it, it, it's lengthy. It's lengthy and it's a lot of close-ups of, uh, of Killian Murphy's face. <laughs> about your show for the a show second. is lengthy <laughs> I, the I, show I, I, is I was like, <laughs> I was like hey man no was it it was no great show. it was a nice no, tight no. show it's i don't feel the length at all i don't all. know how you could have close-ups in the massive <laughs> massive <laughs> bomb at the end uh, 
Spoilers for Oppenheimer. Bomb at the end. They get the they get the bomb to work. Oh darn it! Um, I was hoping they wouldn't this yeah. time. <laughs> but they feel really bad they about feel so it. So bad. But, <laughs> but thank you both for supporting, and thank you yes. for for oh, talking oh, about it. Huge applause for missionary positions in the yes. Los Angeles County area. See you next. What date and or where? Fly in. So I'm the next show that I'm going to be doing is at the Namba Performing Arts Space in Ventura. So if you're in the Ventura area on August 20th, that is a Sunday evening. That's my next date. And um, beyond then, to be to be foretold, but we'll we'll see. TBF. Yeah, TB, TB, TBF. Salt, air, and dance show. <laughs> August 20th in oh. Ventura County. It's giving salt air. That's nice. <laughs> Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Good Christian Fun. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, imagine a world, if you will, where you have an extra hour in your day. What are you gonna do with it? Are you gonna go for a run? Are you gonna take a nap? Are you gonna read a book? Are you, hey, you know, listeners of this show, are you gonna pray? Are you gonna perhaps read not only a book, but maybe the good book? Well, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what it is that's important to you and to make that a priority. And guess what can help you do that? Therapy. Therapy can help you find what matters to you. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And I can attest to this personally. I've been in therapy for 11 years now and it has helped me tremendously to figure out my priorities, to figure out where my time is going and why, and how to focus on the things I need to focus on and shy away from the things that I actually don't care about, but I just kind of get in autopilot and I'm not feeling and dealing and tuning into my body in real time. Therapy helps with all of that. So if you're thinking about stirring therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GoodChristianFun today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GoodChristianFun. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time for another edition of The Jingle Judge. <laughs> Do you think that same bass player also did this, uh, the bass for the Seinfeld, Seinfeld. thing? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think the odds are good. <laughs> I feel like the odds there was are good. One bass guy. Yeah. Back then. 
It wasn't just Jonathan Wolf doing on a synthesizer. It was a bass guy. They're like, bring in the bass right. guy. Oh, There's only one guy that's good one. enough to do it for TV show theme songs. In the 90s. He came in and just accidentally laid down the Seinfeld bass first. Oh, sorry. Hilarious. I saw this TikTok. Sorry to be this person, but I saw this TikTok where this guy, it was actually to relate it to the material of the show. He was talking, he was roasting this woman who was like, my daughter and I don't do Halloween because we're Christians. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but we are dressing up. And then the guy stitching, he's like, that's Halloween. Oh, yeah, yeah, But he did it in such a cadence where he was like, is this Seinfeld? So then someone stitched it with him and did the bass. And then someone stitched it with him and did the hi-hat. Oh, my God. And it was... Wait, I think I might. Oh, I that, do have it. That bass guy. But we like to dress up and have a little fun. That's Halloween. There's literally nothing else to the holiday. <laughs> you just described is Halloween. As Christians, we don't celebrate so Halloween. So that. But- that yes. bass guy, absolutely worth a follow on TikTok. Oh, He's yeah. incredible. Wow. And he Ooh. does he does stitches to all kinds of stuff, and. He always just has that same facial expression and unblinking look into the camera as he's just <laughs> slapping riffs. Slapping all the and way around. And he's so good. He, he's, he's fun to follow. Quite good. Wow. Boost for this guy. Uh, looking for his username so I could actually do it. But uh, listen, you'll find it. You'll Seinfeld, bass, whatever. Do the work. All you have the internet. Yeah. Do the work and consider the source. And consider a hot Christian summer. Hot Christian summer. We're coming into the... Courtroom, is it called? It's called the courtroom. We're coming to the court. <laughs> I took this assignment so seriously. Ooh. I, I like, I really, really, I'm nervous. I'll about take that this. into account yeah. in my ruling. What we found is is helpful in in formats past when we've done this. It's not just like which song is better, but for the specific theme. The last time we did it is with our friend Angela for a first dance at a wedding. Which of these two songs would be good? For first dance at a wedding, I believe hers was a Blake Shelton song. That's, that's right, and it was a, it was a great episode, worth a listen. If you're listening now, yeah. go back and listen to that one. And congratulations on your winning court, Kevin. Oh, thank uh, you. Yeah, well I think played. that was your first win. I think it was. It was "I Will Be Here" by our by favorite judge. little Hobbit, Stephen Kerr's Skeeton Squirtus. <laughs> Skeeton Squirtus Fap Man. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Don't steal Whoa. that for your show, Dan. Yeah, okay? don't put it in a missionary position. I feel it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel uh, like it's a mouthwash. <laughs> well, Steven's got you covered. <laughs> uh, so for this purpose, we are doing hot Christian summer. We're in the dog days of Augie Doggy summer right now. Speaking of dog, all right, I gotta bring this on air. Do it. Roast him. Let him have it. Oh, my God. Well, I am absolutely delighted to report that after years of Kevin, you know, just hounding me about Scampi's rotundness, her her ability, her kind of dirigible-like body, (laughs) um, Dexter has gotten on the bandwagon. He's gotten on the bandwagon full of trees. I think he is the bandwagon at this <laughs> he's, point. He's, he is the wagon. Put some wheels on this boy. Dexter looks like a freshly <laughs> delivered loaf of boar's head belly meat. 
Dexter, you could slice him up and serve him on a He's on being a so nice to you guys right and now. People would be absolutely what thrilled. The hell? Dexter looks like a freaking semi truck. Dexter looks so large and in charge. <laughs> One day being off Kevin's rice crisp <laughs> diet and he and his like trail of tears walks that he takes him on every day. <laughs> Dexter has finally found his true form. Free. He's back in shape. How far are you marching this boy? <laughs> go like three to four miles in the morning. Town. He's got his legs are a quarter of an inch. <laughs> He's right. Nothing. <laughs> right. These beautiful little so toothpicks in the ham. Oh, oh, oh my God. He's so big. He's so tired. <laughs> to be clear of what happened, I was out of town for a little bit. My friend watched him for me and Picture. he did unfortunately get into the dog food bag. And indulge himself a little bit when the Kev's away. The decks must play, and uh, he was, um, of, yeah, having accidents everywhere. Unfortunately, after that, because he's yeah. got big old appetite. But he's got he's got some accidents to spare. <laughs> okay, I feel like he's still he's still got some some tricks up his sleeve. His sleeves are full. All right, dude. <laughs> I mean, I did order him big some, and tall. Some... Like I love it. I love a chunky animal. You, you should, don't understand. I know you do. It's you know, you should get get oh. uh, get Dex one of those like big dog T shirts that uh, <laughs> all, the, all the big Riley fellas used fits. to wear. It's just gonna, right. the, the modeling agencies are going to call him and be like, "You're the new big dog." <laughs> just wow. to create it. Can you imagine the Succession Big Dogs T shirt? <laughs> oh, you know, because they used to man. do parodies oh, yeah. of like yeah. oh, my the God. Big Dogs. Dog should I design that? I could make that. Yeah. Oh, okay. that would be. I would wear that. You should. If you made that, I'll wear that. Oh, actually, wait, speaking of boosting, um, I am making an Etsy store because I made a graphic for the Taylor Swift concert that I'm going to that you can download. Great. It's a sleigh. Is it of us? It's not of us. (laughs) Well, then why am I listening (laughs) to you talk right now? It's a screw top rosé graphic that you can print on a t-shirt or tote bag. You're hitting the mic a lot. Sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That was just for Emma. Let me get it clean. Emma, it was Caroline. (laughs) It was Caroline Emma, all It was along. Kevin, actually. <laughs> There's no way to tell. Emma, we've never met, but their inner children are really <laughs> just Shut going up. for one another's throats. Our inner children have been playing for years. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that uh, you can download it. You can hit every day something. <laughs> I got to post it somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, our plugs are good. I love find Steve a basis on TikTok yeah. somewhere. Find my Etsy shop. I don't know. Google. Come see me in Ventura Why are you County. Me about this? <laughs> Dude, we suck at this. We wonder why they're not showing up for us. But anyway, I think we're creating a little mystery. But I'm gonna make a big dog succession shirt oh, yeah. too. Okay. Anyway, oh. I'm get I'm getting on on Ozempic ASAP. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Buddy. You're gonna need a barrel of Ozempic. <laughs> You're gonna no, need. I'm gonna make him lot. take it all at once, of course. <laughs> just Steve, take it all at once. Just pour it Pills, in the dog right? uh, bag. No, there's nothing funny about Ozempic. I'm I'm afraid to joke about. It's okay. Oh, I th- I think it's fair game. I yeah. don't totally hey, know the rules. Dan, is it okay to joke about us? You should ask Dexter actually more than anybody. Hot Christian summer. Have we been doing good on our summer goals? Are we having a hot Christian summer? Is a little lukewarm or, or be mediocre? I pointed out myself when I said <laughs> mediocre. <laughs> how are we? Judging what about a, me? How are we having a? Well, how do you judge a hot Christian summer? I think we should define it right now. Okay. I think it's warm outside. I've been. I myself have been trying to embrace the heat to let myself sweat more. Going on runs while it's still like ninety something outside. Even 
to face it. It doesn't feel good at first, but it does feel good in the aggregate. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think that's actually a good way to put it because like in like uh it, it you feel better in general. Cumulatively over time, being able to be someone who is like not scared of the heat like I was even this morning. I I hate the beginning to sweat. Yeah. And then once I'm fully doused, I'm like, "Oh, now it's nice to be outside." Now this is who I am. Now I just like I don't I'm mind. I'm sweaty guy. As, and is. as long as you're like I'm doing this to sweat, and you're not having to worry about the fact avoided. that you're like grossing people out or yeah. dripping into the shrimp cocktail oh, yeah. or whatever. I posted a picture of myself on Instagram today. Absolutely soaked, baby. Oh, did they have to subscribe? <laughs> hey, <Yeah>. listen. No. <laughs> oh, dang. I should have put it on there. cross post. <laughs> Which completely eliminates the need That's for That's what I'm only- saying. It's like, what could be on OnlyFans? I got an email reminder from them. You haven't posted in 15 days <laughs> from OnlyFans. Your 35 sick customers are waiting. They're sad. I make them wait one day They're for one customer. They're going to demand a refund. No, they'll just cancel the subscription. Listen, it's okay. Brutal. Uh, hot Christian summer. Does it mean what happens to our church attendance in the summer? We get a little loosey-goosey with it? I certainly have. I feel like you should be making these arguments in your cases. Okay. What okay. Because I do, is, I do. And then how your song I do will have, fit. I, I do have a case for my selection. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, without further ado, let's um, let's get in there. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Let's uh, freaking. I guess court is in session now. Is that what we're saying? Court is in session. The okay. Honorable Judge Ely introduces herself and seats herself down. I was looking for that for my life. Nice. <laughs> I was like, you were we scrambling over and, um, there. <laughs> then uh, we're going to say this and this. And the, that. the news cameras are getting set up. And uh, the guy bailiff with the. Bailiff is fly- filing in. <laughs> the b- b- bailiff is the flying in. B- he's flying in. He's on the jet. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming down the tarmac. Give me a second. It's a ju- judge with a billionaire <laughs> bailiff? I do. Mm-hmm. I get it. If it pleases the court, I, I'm i not sure who's going first, but prior. Well, I think this is up to the judge, isn't it? Oh, it's up to the judge who's, who's to the going the magnificent first? Okay. judge. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say. Uh, I have a presentation to make before my clip is played. Oh, my wow. argument begins prior. Well, you can, yeah, you can do this any order you like. Okay. Well, I will defer to the judge and allow uh, her to make her deliberation in regards yeah. to who will present first. Yeah, judge, which one do you want to? Which one do you want to go first? I'd like to remind both of Dude, what the. <laughs> did, what did I say? You said that like Scooby Doo. Oh. <laughs> you said I write to remind. <laughs> I'd like to remind both the attorneys that this court is pretty punk rock. Okay. Pretty kind cool. Of a cool court. So, and I've always thought that you are honor. wearing sunglasses. I'm wearing sunglasses. I the bailiff's wearing sunglasses. Yeah, the bailiff is. The jury is. The reporters are. <laughs> Wait, wow. there's a jury. Too. <laughs> We've never had a jury. <laughs> Don't talk to them. Are they there to just observe? <laughs> they're observant. They're an observing jury. <laughs> Your Honor, he's badgering the jury. <laughs> Like I said, this is a punk rock court. We don't follow the normal rules. Your Honor, the jury is forming is a mosh here. pit. <laughs> Not a kind of kissing. <laughs> the jury is selling merch. <laughs> <laughs> At the side. Please make a single file lineup. Whoa. But um, so, you know, get loose. Have fun with it. Um, 
Hey, thanks, Your Honor. You're welcome. And just remember, you know, like this isn't this is personal. Yeah. It's not an objective court. Oh, it is personal. It's super personal. <laughs> yeah, grudges oh are held. Grudges, wow. flattery yeah. works, you uh-huh. know, all of it. Bribes so, like, are go in for play. It. Oh, of course. Yeah. Really? Like I literally leave my wallet out open on the podium. <laughs> It's not just like your stretched open, <laughs> sort of. Yeah, the bills open. are fluffed. It's, <laughs> There's not it's much you could flat fit in open. there. Yeah, the bailiff is actually going to walk around with it. Just come up and like put a dollar bill in your the collar of your robe. Yeah, and I'm like a dollar. You have a billionaire bailiff, but you are are absolutely panhandling. This is the for court tips. of hard knocks. The I am bil- not doing well. The billionaire bailiff is a fantastic hallmark pitch. <laughs> The billionaire bailiff. That's why he's so good. He doesn't have to do this. That's true. <laughs> it's for he the love he loves for it. him. <laughs> he just loves taking people to jail. Wow. I mean, who amongst us? Um, so with that in mind, um, I'm going to have Kevin actually go first. Wow. Thanks, Your Honor. You're welcome. And you're looking very sharp today. I love oh, you. for goodness sake. Thank you. Looking terrific. Wow, I appreciate that. Uh, and Same you old robes. You too, bailiff. <laughs> <laughs> the bailiff has just thrown Dicks. up uh, thrown up some peace signs. He is very <laughs> yeah, chill. Yeah. He's zoning out. He wasn't listening. <laughs> but he's doing it for the for the love. He's just waiting he's for jail time. <laughs> the love. That's what I do. I listen to you. Okay. I have to. Understood. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Understood, Your Honor. Understood. So Christian, hot Christian summer. The thing about it is that what I'm reminded of is being in youth group and I'm reminded of, well, what was hot? I grew up in Texas, a very warm climate for most months of the year, especially in the summers. I'm th- <laughs> 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 it wasn't the Dust Bowl. <laughs> it was the suburbs in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> Rango. <laughs> Rango, not Django, Rango. Uh, and I remember some of the, just kind of the energy that you would have with some of your your youth group co-eds mm. during the summer. The horses. <laughs> your Honor, I would, I would ask you to refrain from calling any woman or man a horse. I think it's disrespectful. <laughs> All right, I understand. Sustained. <laughs> no. What? Okay. Okay. I guess it's sustained. I guess I should have said objection. But I'm thinking of pool parties. I'm oh, thinking yeah. of, you know, because I'm I, I'm technically millennial, so I'm thinking of like turn of the century, what the 2010s were for us. Oh yeah, my my spiritual uh, twins, Hanson. Who were all born in Tulsa, Oklahoma, like the three of me and my siblings were. Oh. And we all have the same birthdays. Oh. Is that weird? That is weird. Except, okay, one's a slightly different birthday. You all have the same? Oh, okay. November 17th, November 17th. March 14th, March 14th. October 22nd, and I'm October 11th. But isn't that weird enough? Interesting. And they were all born in Tulsa, all three of them, like me and my two siblings were. It is weird. Does it make you you think what you could have (laughs) been? Hey, Your Honor. 
I'm gonna need you to like chill out a little bit. I'm I am kind of tipping my hand. Dude, the prosecution's just getting destroyed in the courtroom. I wish you'd like, get it on with is it. Brutal in here. I'd like to, but I'm thinking about what I could have done with Bailiff, my life. Can we crank the AC? Cause Gracious. the roast is impossible this in sucks, here. Sucks, man. <laughs> I was thinking of like fun summer pool parties. Okay, so it's turn of the century. It's a and it's a youth party. group pool party, so Kids are kids are wearing t-shirts and stuff yeah, in yeah, the yeah. pool. When you say turn of the century, it makes it sound so much more historical. Some than of the it kids is. are churning butter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly. Texas things. Uh, youth pastors throwing us in the pool. Why is he still here? Etc. <laughs> but I'm thinking of what what does the summer sound like in the purest way? And what is something that parents, students, everyone around would be okay and would be cool with being played at a function like that? And a song that comes to mind is something that sounds like summer to me, down to the DNA of the synthesizers, down to that backbeat from her smash hit album, Heart in Motion from 1991. This is Amy Grant's Every Heartbeat. So I'm thinking maybe a hot Christian summer is a little bit of romance. I just want to jump in here and say, Kevin, you've had a pretty tough podcast. This you've 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 had it pretty hard this time around, but you introduced that song like an absolute professional. Like you nailed it. It was like a radio disc jockey. Hit the post. It I was hit the post beautifully. Our done. friend Alex taught us that term, hitting the post. Thank Excellent. you, sir. Excellent work. Appreciate it. Uh, and now I'm going to let Caroline just rip you to apart. <laughs> yeah, were you imagining the horses dancing with the chickens during that song? Splash. It's a real hoot nanny. <laughs> there is something very steamy about that song. Oh yeah, it's a pledge. Every heartbeat bears your name is like I am yours, My and I'm racing. I'm ready for it. Yeah, because it it is a it is a woman, a, a young woman in Amy Grant's case, saying like I have to tell you this. I am so down bad for you. No exception to the rule. I'm simple, but I'm no fool. I've got a witness happy to say every hour, every day, every heartbeat bears. Your name. Wow. Loud and clear, they stake my claim. My red blood runs true blue, because she's a lifelong Democrat. Every heartbeat belongs to you. Which is like the feeling I have in summer of an open heart that's waiting to be claimed by someone else. It is the feeling of like these sweet summer... You good? (laughs) I just cleared my throat. Well, I thought it was you did it in kind of a roast have, my ass sort yeah, of way. Watch you have your tone your, in my court. Do you have your nose thing kicking <laughs> again? <laughs> it's you want to, to win the, the case? Oh, sorry, I forgot. Did you guys forget the rules? I forgot there was a competition. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of, man, 
the summer nights, the sweet summer nights, some of my favorite music in the world. It sounds like an endless summer to me. I really like the uh, the vibiness of it. Very 80s mm-hmm. in its vibes. And it's fun. You can imagine going down the highway to this song with all the windows rolled down, the highways freeze, sparkling night lights calling your name. You can imagine pulling into a church parking lot pre-approved by your mommy and daddy, the playlist that you're playing in the car. Yeah. And you can imagine perhaps listening to it alone and making a slightly larger version of your dog since last you saw him dance around to it <laughs> and being like, do you think one day I'll find the one Dexter? And him being like, uh, <laughs> can you just give me a treat? We can all imagine <laughs> these things. These are universal experiences. Oh, about this summer. <laughs> it's not, not my summer. Oh, he's having a chunky summer. <laughs> chunky boy summer. Chunky boy summer. <laughs> he looked, he's, he's been lying there for an hour and he looks exhausted. Yeah. Speaking of heartbeats, this is slowed down <laughs> one per minute. Wouldn't it increase? I think it would increase, wouldn't it? Every or would heart, it slow down? Every heartbeat beats a little slower than the last one. Oh. <laughs> I hope he's, not. He's rested. He's hibernating in the summer. But this is a song about love. It's, yeah. It's Christian, technically, and that God is love, whatever. There's a Christian artist. Yeah. But this is the kind of summer I'm looking to have. It's, if it's Christian, it's only because it's technically Christian. Bob's mm. about having a crush. Yeah. A lot Heart of crush up, feelings. Excited. Oh, yeah. sure. I get it. Excellent submission. Oh, thanks, Your Honor. <laughs> I never yeah. know what to call you the defendant or prosecutor. You're kind of both defendants. It's Kevin. I guess. My name is <laughs> oh, Kevin. In this court, it's just Kevin. <laughs> yeah, it's just Kevin. He's just Kevin. His job is jury. He's just Kevin. I'm sure Dexter is looking his larger than normal hog. <laughs> Dex. Next to me. No, he's but not. It's just his ass. Yeah, it's what a, a butt. What a Ugh, gift. If he if he put Wait, weight does on. Does he actually? Breath smells absolutely. Oh no, noxious. Dexter. I'm sorry, Dexter. Dexter. Come here. It's like the mix of your ass and your breath, oh, dude. Man. Please. Okay. Dex. Please go to Dan. Come here, buddy. Dan needs some. Come here, pal. Come here. <laughs> Look at here. Come here, dude. No, just disinterested in every way. No, back he, to he where. He jumped off the couch. <laughs> Like a a bag of rice. Yeah. (laughs) Like a Costco (laughs) bag of rice. Oh, it's what I like. I love it though. I want this. I don't like when he's all mini. I mean, I'm a a, like a literally skinny dog is kind of gross looking. It's true. It looks like spiders. And it looks malnourished, you know. Uh, so the defense rests. Counsel. Thank you, Your Honor. Okay. After you're that, up. After that brief recess. Yeah, it's only up from here, so you're in a you're really well positioned. Your Honor, when you think of summer, it's not something that can truly be described. It's something you have to feel. It's the feeling of optimism, of fun, of frivolity, but most of all, it's the feeling of trying to be cool. Trying to be cool in oh, every wow. possible way. Oh, yeah. Trying to physically be cooler. Trying to emotionally be cooler. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing that I can think of from my youth that made young suburban youth group teens feel cooler than this sound. My life be like. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. 
breadcrumbs for when I stray. The lion sacrifice and the price she paid. Like Dexter. And so on. There's not a single lock-in in the world that would not explode at the moment that that needle dropped. Sure. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I believe I rest my case. That's all. What else could be said? That's all he says? That's cool as hell. He doesn't bring up the TikTok trends of people using ooh-ah. I also think 21 years later. I have more arguments. I'll, I'll think of more. Here's, here's some more. <laughs> See, I like this. He's thinking on his feet. In terms of pure crossover ability, right? Very, very few like truly Christian songs have the kind of crossover power that Grits Ooh have. Some do, but I mean that song is a genuine bop. It's a bop, no matter who you are. I believe it was in one of the Fast and Furious movies. Really? Oh, yeah. I think actually, I think so. Yeah, I think it was in Fast Four. Maybe. Also, I haven't seen them yeah. all. This particular song, this is an interesting fact about um, Gritz's Ua. Uh, nobody has ever heard the whole song. And if you, if you, I mean, that's not true, but pretty much everybody listens to the beginning of it and then, yep. and then they kind of go ahead. Yeah. Now, if you listen to the entire song, there's. It says, I hate summer by the end of it. <laughs> it's, so, it's so hot. I'm, I'm sweating through everything. Toby Mac is on this song. Oh, sure. Uh, he's got a great verse at the end. And I would say that thematically, this song, like summer, the best part of summer, like this song, is the beginning. The excitement wow. of experiencing it. When you come out of, out of those cold winter months, out of the optimism of spring, and boom, summer's here, school is out. You're wearing shorts. You're going to pool parties. You're riding your bike. Kevin's crashing his bike. You are living. Uh, catching <laughs> strays. Your Honor, I object to this sort of personal. Your Honor, insult. I object to the sustained. objection. Thank you, Your Honor. <laughs> no, a, a judge could say sustain that. Sustain not. <laughs> and wow. like, like summer, this song. By the time it ends, you're kind of glad to see it go mm -hmm. because the best part is the beginning. It's less than four minutes long. Yeah, we don't. You don't want to stick around anywhere until Toby Mac shows up. So I feel that this. <laughs> I, I feel that this song. I know what you're saying, but say that again. You don't want to stick around anywhere until. Yeah. Toby Mac shows up. Yeah. You're saying. What's you, a better grammar for that? You don't want to stay so long that Toby Mac ends you up showing up. You don't want to stay till the point when Toby Mac yeah. shows up, I guess. Okay, that's yeah, it's not go. over uh -huh. till the Toby Mac shows yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> And Toby then it's Mac so over. can smell a rap song, you know, like 100 miles yeah. around him, and, and he'll it, arrive and in the honestly, stew. Honestly, <laughs> his, his verse on this, he, he comes in, he comes in like, rapping about the fact that he's on the song in a very Toby Mac kind of way. If Here you're, I am. If like, you're, happy yeah. to be invited. He's very, very stoked to be there. The other two artists, who I apologize their names, I don't know offhand. It's I only grits. know them as grits. grits. Yeah, I know them as grits. Um, 
they have very cool verses. Both of them seem to be saying a lot about their existence in life and overcoming adversity and difficulty. And then Toby Mac comes in and he's just in pleased as In West Beverly Hills, <laughs> raised, everything's fine and I'm loving my days. Honestly, honestly it's, it's kind of like that. If you want to take a moment to cue it up, I wouldn't be mad. Let's, let's hear it, actually. I feel like it's important to know. Oh, sure. Uh, let's go from Toby's version. It's very Kendall Roy. Yeah. It's, it's got a real Bringing Kendall up Roy. The bride vibe. of the church is always a bummer <laughs> to me whenever I hear that phrase. I'm always like, no thanks. Wait, when does he say the bride I, of the I church? I believe there's the a bride, bride that's stunning. stunning, and I believe in the kingdom coming. Oh, you know what? You're right. He does say bride that's stunning on the Spotify lyrics. It says, I believe there's a private stunning. Oh, that's in, that's, in, that's okay. Hey, Toby. Toby. Back in the day, I wish. <laughs> that would have been nice. That would have been really cool. This is the sound of the summer in a lot of ways, too. That, ooh, I feel like that you could do a call and response at any church and be like, my life be like. Absolutely. I feel like. We both left you hanging. Yeah, you but, did. But, uh, but absolutely. <laughs> Remember my that. life be like, ooh, ah. Uh, sorry we didn't give that to you, Caroline. What the hell? I, I would almost, this isn't helping my case. I would go as far as to say that it would not be exclusive to a church. I think most places for people around our age, you could go, my life be like, and they would be able to finish it. I think it's that ubiquitous. Yeah. <laughs> and I think everyone Ever. listening to this episode should try it with five strange. Just go up to somebody and be like, "My, my life, life be, be like, like plagued with depression." <laughs> 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 sad. My life be like I can't oh, get health care. No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, going through my second divorce. I this is a weird like... game. This feels like a TikTok trend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Your Honor, I do have to object to the idea that opposing counsel is making that summer is about overcoming adversity. That's not what summer's about. Interesting. It's about having a kickback with your friends or kicking it all the way back with a more than friend. Whoa. <laughs> your Honor, <laughs> you're making fun of me. Your Honor, I object, I object to the fact that counsel just thrusted. I didn't know what just you Just openly thrust. started thrusting. You at your kid's pool party earlier, <laughs> and now you're like throwing it back, I guess. I will say this. Okay. Lyrically, <laughs> lyrically. There might be some messages in there that surpass summer, but what is summer about if not trying to, to capture cool. an energy yeah. that lasts all year long, mm -hmm. like the words of this song do? Yeah. They are always applicable, but the beat and the melody, well, that's red hot, baby. Mm -hmm. Your Honor, I understand the point counsel's making about what does the summer actually mean. Do you? Because counsel is fucking making it up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't, don't say that. Oh, oh shit. shit. Come on. You're getting close to the wind, babe. <laughs> Hold the line. Your Honor, I'm just so excited that this is working. Do we have enough to send him to, 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 convict. to have our billionaire bailiff to convict him and send him to prison? Oh, does the loser do time? Yeah, it's fun, but yeah. yeah. You do go to prison for quite a while. You get a very chilly look from the jury, too. Oh, God. Sorry, guys. It doesn't feel good. It sucks. Sorry. Your Honor, I would still maintain that the idea of having a crush and having someone's heartbeat belong and bear your name that it still m more gets 
to the idea of summer by our crossover queen, Amy motherfucking Grant, than the idea of just going, ooh, ah, ooh. That could be any season. Mm -hmm. That could be winter, spring, summer, or fall. That doesn't need to be summer. Interesting. Exclusively. Every heartbeat, you know, what do they call summer? Cuffing season. That's what we all call the summertime. Right, cuffing season is summertime. Mm -hmm. That's when you really want to get close and intimate with another yeah. human body. Yeah. That's when I do. You want to cuddle. So based on that alone, it feels like the summeriness and the Christianness is way more. I understand that ooh-ah has more explicit uh, rhymes about a kingdom coming and a bride who's stunning. And that is more about the church. Mm. But I would say... That is the opposite of the kind of summer that we're actually trying to have. I would ask, uh, Your Honor, I would ask you not to hang the quality of this song on Toby Mac alone. The other artists are, their verses are much better. Toby Mac is a sideshow at any circus. I know that. Oh my gosh. I understand. Taylor Swift over here. <laughs> the freak. I felt like a Taylor Swift read of Toby. Imagine she had dated Toby Mac and did a song about him. And you were rapping. With your white and black friend. It's about DC talk. Check my NC store. Um, Council Prevet, are you going to let him comfort your song like this? Do you want to have? To, do you want to come for his song in any other way? Every heartbeat. Maybe Council, a winter song? I don't know, you know? Your Honor, the only argument I have against Kevin's song, Council's song, is that I have never heard that song in my life. That's, that's cuckoo. Oh, and I would venture to guess that none of these people, points at jury, have also heard this song. The jury appears to all be making out in some kind of human snake ball. We got you, Dan. Uh, <laughs> what the hell? Thank you, jury number nine. They can't say that. Jury number nine has got me. I've always been on your side. They can't uh, say we that. got you. Do we know each other? It feels like we no, know each other. I'm just a fan. All right, man. I appreciate fan. it. Thank you. I love what you're doing online, man. Oh, th oh thanks, so man. Missionary positions. Thanks so much. Thanks for coming to the show, jury number nine. We appreciate you. I'm trying you. to give more of the reply guys out here, man. I was feeling what it could come. If we're, if we're measuring a song based on how many people have heard it, Heart in Motion, the album alone sold over 5 million copies. He thinks he's going to win me with data. Has this guy ever met this judge? He's tossing numbers at me like that's going to mean something to me? Absolutely not. I'm just saying the, the council was making a sort of anecdotal argument. If I haven't heard it, then why would anyone I else? I mean, that's and a huge bomb to drop. He's literally doing a show about evangelical Christianity, and he hasn't heard your song that you brought forward as literally the song of the summer. It's not my song. It's Damn. Not a good look. I was... I was raised in foreign oh. countries, but still. <laughs> but still. Can you imagine if a judge he said to you, not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that argument was a choice. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> All right, this is now the time for closing arguments. This is where you make a brief statement. Um, anything you feel like has been left unsaid or anything you want to repeat, underline, Again, the wallet is open. Anything you'd like to, to put there. Um, this is your time. You'll each go one at a time. No interrupting. Unless I'm doing the interrupting. I'm the judge. I'm allowed to do whatever the frick I want. Okay. This is my court. Um, and you guys will get to have this moment. And after that, I will go into deliberation. Um, and you guys can just have fun during that time. And then I'll come back with my decision. Okay. Great. Okay. All right. So, uh, Dan, you're going to start closing arguments. Go ahead. Keep it brief. 
Your Honor, gentle people of the jury, when I was 14 years old, I lived in Bucharest, Romania. I was separated from my home nation, these United States. And that summer, in between eighth and ninth grade, a song was played for me. A song that still beats with the steady rhythm of an American summer to this day. And it didn't matter that I was 5,000 away, year, 5,000 miles away. Awkward. From this, your honor, no he's being, your honor, he's being mean. You lose time. <laughs> it didn't matter that I was divided by nations and oceans because that summer I was an American. <gasps> I rest my case. Wow. Really well said. I love that. Except for that one part, but yeah, other than that. (laughs) Kind of flubbed the 5,000 miles. That was a choice. (laughs) But it's okay. Okay. Council Porter, it's your turn. Keep it brief. Thank you, Your Honor. I will keep it brief. (laughs) Bailiff has a five-star dinner reservation to go to. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me just... Okay, you're absolutely just jamming your time with nothing. Dead air. How much time do I have? (laughs) Less. Your Honor, when I first came to this great country of ours... (laughs) From where? (laughs) Oklahoma. (laughs) From Oklahoma. (laughs) The country of California. (laughs) To me, it's a country. (laughs) I dreamt of one day, every heartbeat bore someone else's name. And I didn't have words to even describe it like that, the way I just said, until I turned a song on the radio. <laughs> and it was an FM radio, not a Spotify playlist, by a woman named Amy. Amy Grant, one of our finest Americans. And she put to music and into words what I couldn't. Are you crying, Judge? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Like the state for the record, the judge is not crying. She's actually thinking. Your Honor specifically said, "Keep it brief." She, <laughs> Your Honor, counsel is interrupting me. Okay, counsel is now whining. <laughs> <laughs> I hope for all of us in this room, especially myself, and for anyone listening at home or wherever they may be or abroad, that you find someone this summer. To beat each other's hearts with. <laughs> Stop giving me the wrap-up signal. Come on. And I do believe that one day. Am I an Oppenheimer? Oh. <laughs> Damn. This is not the tone of Oppenheimer. I'll say that much. As long as Oppenheimer. And uh, I hope today, if nothing else, your heartbeat bears my name as you make your deliberations and your final verdict. I thought, I thought the- you were going to go over that song. I thought that song was going to wrap up and fade out. was going to end before out. Kevin was done. No, there's 27 seconds left in it, though. <laughs> Council appeared to be leaning mostly on the song <laughs> to well, did, did make your, the argument for him. Did it your worked. honor notice I kind of picked a dark song for <laughs> Council's? 
<laughs> I felt it very uplifting. See, I thought he had gravitas. Oh. I feel like it's very, very clear. I'm, I am the bad guy in this court drama. I feel like you don't think so at all. I mean, I'm, um, I'll literally be the judge of that. Okay, right. so please don't be making up. Do you think casting ju- yourselves in good and bad characters? Do you think judges say that like when they go home and there's like disputes in the family? Like, <laughs> oh, I'll be the judge of that. Literally, <laughs> like you're being judgmental. Like, yeah, professionally. Things okay, like that. Um, both of you made late in the game appeals to my patriotism, <laughs> which was a grave mistake. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I do not give no rips about the U.S. of A. But you're um, a part of the court system. But unfortunately, I do represent you're the government. A civil <laughs> but what? I'm kind of like, eh, maybe not. <laughs> you know, kind of that punk rock judge. They never know what's oh, going to happen. I forgot about the punk rock element. Punk rock, so yeah. And no one appealed rock. to that. Except, did they? Because oh. let's think about how you both defined summertime. Kevin defined summertime as sort of like <laughs> <laughs> yearning. <laughs> yeah, cruel summers. Wet Taylor. by the pool. Yeah. Heartbeats, crushes. Yeah. Um, waiting for someone to crush back. <laughs> hey, come on. Let's not put a, it like A heart that. to be claimed, he said. Um, I didn't quite... Oh, man. And that can, that can be part of the summertime. You know, you love maybe a rom-com in the summertime. You're maybe a little optimistic about your odds in the summertime and what's going to happen for you. You're set free from the person you were at school. I'm not that guy anymore. I wasn't even at school. I was home <laughs> with my mom. <laughs> Add your soap punk rock. <laughs> God damn. You can't judge me by that anymore. Mrs. Porter isn't around. Dan defined summer as a feeling, a kind of an angling for also a person you want to be, cooler than you were in school, freer than you were in school. And honestly, when I heard that, ooh, I was like, oh, I'm there. I'm in summer, you know, my windows are down, my my spirits are high, it's my birthday soon, you know? Summertime is kind of my time to shine. Because you it's your this. birthday, because June 3rd is your birthday? So yeah, I would like to say it is, is absolutely your time to shine, and you are shining brilliantly, Your Thank Honor. Thank you for saying that, putting that in my, <laughs> my memory bank. Um, but I also love to have a crush, and so many of my crushes start in the summertime, too. Maybe you meet people that are different from your circle. You're like, ooh, oh, yeah. who's this guy? What's this friend of a friend at the beach? Maybe I'll string him along for nine months, you know, see what happens there. <laughs> <laughs> Not speaking from experience. That's what they're thinking. Um, so it's, this was really a tough decision, and I have to commend both of you. You really did bring great songs, even though one of them, nobody's ever heard it before once in their entire life. <laughs> We've talked about it like three and times on the like show. And one is kind of like a banger that everyone loves. And that has ended up in, in what'd you say, The Matrix? <laughs> what was it in? It was The Fast and the Furious. The but Fast that's and the Furious. That's close, Your Honor, there. <laughs> yeah, Neo puts on his sunglasses <laughs> and it goes, what that be like? So you made it really tough. And I, I want to say both of you brought your, you brought it to this Thank court. You. And I'm really proud of you. And I saw, you know, I remember when you guys first came to this court when you were both 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And you were, you were not good back then. You were trying. Your arguments were all over the place. One of you fell asleep. <laughs> Turn that off. 
Are you are you playing her off the stage? <laughs> no, I was just having a nostalgic sort of. Uh... We're feeling nostalgic, and and you know now so many summers later, look at you two, you grown men, and you fought for what you believe in, and wow. that's the mark of a true adult. Look at you, I'm so proud of you. Way to go! Thanks, Judge. Um, Damn, this is a good pep talk. Uh, some and I learned something today. I learned something. That song, ooh ah. I thought that was a Toby Mac song. <laughs> <laughs> so as it started, I was like, I think this is Toby Mac. And I learned there's a band called Grits. And they did that. We literally did an, an entire episode about this I song. I don't know about that. It was over Zoom, so it probably <laughs> fell out. It fell out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it took, it took me back to that summer. Um, so again, this isn't, you know, a mark of who's better person or whatever, or who do I like more. I didn't more, think that. It can be. Better, but it could be. So always keep that in mind next time. But I have to say that the, what is it called? The grit song. What's it called? Ooh, ah. Ooh, ah. Yeah. That's the song of the summer for Christians. Parentheses, my life be like. And it's such a perfect one because it does sneak in and it sounds cool, but the lyrics are so Christian. They're so They're Christian. They're very Christian. It's a very They're Christian rocking. song. And they'll be like, on that day, I'm going to get you go to pray. You know, it's so good. Were you just singing Fast Car? <laughs> <laughs> you got a big bride. <laughs> you, got a- you got a stunning bride. <laughs> I'll take your kingdom to anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much but um yes this is my final verdict is what verdict is ooh by grits i wow. think that's the thank christian you, song Honor. of the summer thank you so much and thank you both and i hope you guys will see us at the mansion later tonight we're gonna have a big pool throw, party kickback. Oh, yeah, we're gonna is it at the party. bailiff's mansion it's at the bailiff's mansion oh. he's thrown open the gates <laughs> one last time awesome. the he's big the august line. party of the summer <laughs> oh <laughs> look at him he's polishing all of his don't jewels. talk to him <laughs> Like polishing his rings wow. on his shirt. Yeah, he's kind of a Gatsby character. He's a little weird. Wow. You don't want to be his Inter- friend. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, everybody? Thanks, Your Honor, for an emotionally turbulent time once again <laughs> in your courtroom. I have a lot to think about on the drive home. Much obliged. And thank you to opposing counsel as well. Aw. Thank you, Your Honor. I respect thank you. Thank you, counsel. I respect no. you. Yeah. Wow. And I am court. sorry that I have not heard that song. Now that now that now that I have one I'm sorry too. That's maybe not a not a fair <laughs> argument, but I but I had not heard that song. But I also I don't think I'm super familiar with Amy Grant's catalog. Which again, General. if you were in a courtroom and the 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 oppo- the witness the defense or whoever to the prosecution was like, well, I don't think that's true. You wouldn't be like, ooh, good point. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, gotcha. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn, got, got him, him there. there. Okay, well, nice. on that wow. on that note, look at you guys. I think oh. it's you oh. a comfier spot. He found a little comfy bun for the hot dog. <laughs> little D. He does look like he's just a pig Ooh. in a blanket, just ready to get wrapped up and covered in syrup. Happy hog. Yeah, this episode's making me feel all sorts of torn tonight. Uh, but now we're bringing it down. We're dimming the lights. We're lighting the candles. On other shows, Dan, maybe you lift your, you promote yourself or plug your projects. We don't do that on this show. We lift them up to the Lord, including maybe something we're enjoying in the secular culture. The last good thing that you watch, read, listened to, seen, heard, etc. We'll start with Caroline. Uh, my name is Caroline. You can lift me up at Caroline's Farts. Um, you can buy digital downloads at my Etsy shop, Caroline OK Design, I think. 
Who knows? And uh, obviously, I'm going to lift up Dan's show, Missionary Positions, in Ventura, mm-hmm. worth the drive, I would say. Get on out there. And um, I'm also going to lift up a movie I saw called Theater Camp last night. It was really funny. Made me laugh. Made me laugh a lot. You were having a laugh. Even though Ben Splat was in it. How was he in the movie? He was funny. Okay. Kevin is like, cannot compute. <laughs> he was funny. <laughs> in a movie with uh, Molly Gordon, Rachel Sennett, Io and Debris, mm-hmm. our friend Io Debris. Our friend Io. Ben was funny. Ben Schoen. Amy Sedaris. Ben, ben Schoen. <laughs> Jimmy Tatro, who people remember from American Vandal, of course. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. Ben was funny. Okay. Ben had a moment. All right. Interesting. Give it to him. All right. Thanks, Caroline. We turn it to Dan. You can find me on Instagram and threads uh, at yeah. Dan Prevet. Um, that is Dan and Prevet, um, not like pervert, P-R-E-V-E-T-T-E. No. Um, and I would like to lift up, a friend of mine has a very cool um, mm-hmm. Enneagram YouTube channel called You've Got a Type. Uh, and he's put a lot of work into a relationship series. The Ooh. Enneagram in regards to relationships. It's very good. Very, very well researched. If you're into that kind of thing, I highly, highly recommend it. Is it like if a two starts dating a five? He's going to start getting into those specifics. Okay. So if you like it, go ahead and subscribe because there's going to be more. Thus far, he's just done like each type and uh what you can expect from like being in relationship with that type. Mm -hmm. Um, And it applies to friendships as well. The focus is kind of on like a partnership, but it applies to friendships too. So that's, you've got a type on Instagram, YouTube, and wherever, wherever you get your podcast. Well, send us a little notification when he makes a video of how does a two co-host a podcast with a four. (laughs) Just do do podcast relationships. Yeah. You should just do a whole series of podcast hosts. Two and a four. Oh my God. That's unholy. (laughs) They should not. Last interact. time that happened was on the deck of the Titanic. He's going to be like that. That's what happened there. That four is going to shred that too. How would they know what enneagram numbers they were? The- they looked up the captains. <laughs> I'm Molly Brown, seven wing eight. Like what? <laughs> probably, probably not a bad guess. That's silly. That's silly stuff. I don't know about that. <laughs> hey, thanks, Dan. You can lift me up at Kevin T. Port everywhere. I'll lift up a little film I was watching for a little comfort watch called Julie and Julia. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of Meryl's best. And sure. also Amy Adams is in it. Stanley uh, Tucci. Tucci. And there's a lot more 9-11 stuff than you think there's going to be. This is Nora Ephron's final film before she sadly passed away all too young about Julia Child. And some lady that wrote a blog about her and Julia Child was like, I don't want to meet you. Who are you? And thanks. <laughs> boundaries. Very true story. Incredibly true story. So people can watch that on Netflix, wherever it is. You can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. You can go to patreon.com slash good Christian fun for more good Christian fun. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity. Dan, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Once again, Dan the man. Great to be back. And there's nothing left to say except for, okay, I love love you, Emma. Emma. Amen. Amen. Now watch this drive.
And with that, we'll go out with what I guess is the song of the summer. According to some. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.